Imagine a world without waste. Imagine if you can make products and packaging right every time. It's possible with the help of SpecRite, the first cloud-based platform for specification data management. You can track and report on material usage year over year, run LCAs with the click of a button, and comply with new packaging regulations like EPR and the UK plastics tax. Go to specrite.com backslash sustainability to learn more. Hey, thanks, Laura. Everybody, please also go check out Spectrite's podcast, Beyond the Shelf with Laura Foti, F-O-T-I. It's a wonderful podcast, again, about packaging. There's so many cool content creators out there, and Laura is certainly one of them. Also, we'd love to have you come and check out the Specrite Packaging Specifications Summit in Austin, Texas, January of 2024. I will be there along with Corey Connors, host of Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and Avelio Matos host of Packaging Unboxed podcast. Laura will be there. There There's so many folks who are there in the packaging industry. It is a tremendous, tremendous time and a great place. Again, all these links will be down in the show notes, including joining myself, Corey and Avelio, every single Monday morning on LinkedIn and on YouTube for Packaging Today. We break down the news, but we also have fun, tell jokes, Uh, We enjoy each other. It's a building and blossoming community there of packaging people. And everyone is a packaging person. Everyone is a packaging buyer. And everybody is welcome on the Packaging Today show. Again, click the link. You can get notified on it on LinkedIn or on YouTube. And the packaging community continues to grow with my next guest. Let's get right to the interview. All right, everybody. I am here in beautiful office in lovely Orem, Utah with uh, with Ryan Gardner. And Ryan, it's been cool because I've been following Bucked Up for a while now. So I've lived in Utah for about as long as this podcast has been going on. It's hard to not know about Bucked Up here in Utah, but realizing that this is a bigger podcast, uh, I thought it would be awesome to be able to introduce you to maybe some people who don't know about Bucked Up, or maybe they've seen your product and they're like, mm, I don't really know much about it, or I don't really understand the story. It's just another fad or whatever it might be. So I'm excited to jump in. Uh, I don't get to do a lot of these live in person. So this is really fun oh, cool. for me. Um, You're doing Zoom? On- and, yeah. And stuff like that? Yeah, lots yeah. of them are online. Um, and it's hard for me to fly around the world sure. uh, doing it in person. <laughs> so driving from uh, from West Jordan, which is just Northeast of South Jordan, I found. Yeah. Um, <laughs> down here was was super fun. So I'm joined here by Ryan Gardner. You're the co-founder. and I, I am the co-founder and CEO uh, of Bucked Up right now. Sweet. So thanks right for having me on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How many packaging podcasts have you done? I haven't done any packaging That's podcasts. Fair. So this is a great opportunity for me to be on. I, found it, I find it interesting because I talk with people who are like packaging engineers and like packaging designers, and they're used to talking about packaging. It's really cool to be able to talk with people like yourself. And I had, you know, Sean Riley from Dude Wipes, um, uh, Mark Samuel from I Want Organics, like, uh, and then Erica Rankin recently from Brodo, if you're familiar mm -hmm, with her. mm -hmm. It's just neat to have founders of companies because you think about your packaging a lot but you don't probably get asked to talk about it all that often. Right, right. <laughs> and so it's this, probably this thing that occupies a lot of brain space, especially when it goes bad, that you talk about internally, and now you have an avenue to uh, chat about it. Yeah, that's it's awesome. And what's interesting about packaging is I think that's really the, you know, it's like your first impression right. to people. So I want to make sure I nail it. And so, you know, it's kind of going, 
hey, this has to look really, really good on a shelf in order for somebody to pick it up, or it needs to look different or be innovative in order for someone to pick it up. A hundred percent. And we're going to uh, dive into got, that. We're going to dive all into it because, and there's one really cool one that I want to get to as well. Okay. Um, but let's, I've said this before a lot, it's called the people of packaging. And, and I really, I started this because I'm fascinated by people. I'm a pastor by trade. So I just love getting to know people and hear their stories. And so that's naturally where I gravitate towards. And so I, I you've told me the story once about how you started Bucked Up. Um, but you, I, and I'm sure it's out there in the internet as well, but let's start on a few podcasts. On a few podcasts yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'd love for you to share one, <laughs> zero packaging podcasts so far. I've got a whole network of packaging people though, I'm if sure you want you to talk to all yeah. of them. <laughs> uh, so let's hear the story. Tell me a little bit about so, how you started it. You know, um, we were basically born and raised in Clearfield, Utah, just South, uh, North of Salt Lake city. And so we were born and raised on a farm and we realized, you know, I, I run bucked up with an identical twin brother, Jeff. So that's something that most, you know, that's our little secret sauce. You know, it's like we have two CEOs that work here, you know, so. Wait, how do I know um, that you're not Jeff? I, you know, you're going to have to take your chances. But <laughs> or I get called Jeff just as much as I get called Ryan. So either way. You don't know so. this about me and I've never said this on the podcast, but I have identical twin sisters actually. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Awesome. Who used to uh, occasionally would take each other's high school tests. Sorry, Lewis well, Palmer Rangers, but. Um, our father is an identical twin as well. And so he said, take advantage of whatever you can and when you can. So Jeff and I were switching classes. We dated different girls in college. You know, we would switch <laughs> in the middle of the date. It was awesome. So That's amazing. It, we had as much fun as possible being a twin and taking advantage of it. So, so we were born uh, and raised in Clearfield, Utah. Um, we were born and raised on a farm. We realized, hey, farm life isn't what we want to do for the rest of our life. We know exactly what it takes to take care of horses, cows, chickens, the whole bit. Um, and so after our missions, we served a mission for our church here in Utah, which is the most common uh, mission that most people serve. Sure. But, um, so we ended up coming back and we came down to UVU and started school at UVU. And we realized, um, hey, school was not for us. I went and started working with some of my missionary buddies that I had become friend, really close friends with, and they were working on a sales floor and they were answering phones or they were calling on leads and they were on the phone selling packages of $5,000 to $20,000 for coaching and mentoring, like how to, you know, make money in real estate or make money online with your own website and everything like that. So like multiple streams of income. Sure. So I said to myself, the guy who's making all of the money is the guy providing the leads to us. So these were people who were going to a seminar or were online and they would drive traffic to a website and they would get these leads. And then we would call and follow up on those leads. And I'm like, man, those guys are the ones that are killing. Well, next time a lead provider came in, I asked him for a job. I said, I don't want to be on the phone for the rest of my life. I want to learn how to drive traffic and produce leads. He goes, it's funny that you say that because I don't know what I'm doing. I just happened to put a little banner on a free lotto site and every hundred people that come to the site, I know I get a sell. And then I take that, that lead or that, or that customer and I send them to you guys. So I went down to St. George, Utah right away. And I learned how to drive traffic mm. online. 
through people who had an email list or a website, or I basically became a media buyer. And what happened is I learned how to drive traffic. I kind of hit a ceiling where I was at. I came back up here and said to Jeff, Hey, we need to start this lead generation business. And we called it big payout. And so we had a company that was called big payout and we had an affiliate network where we had thousands of publishers that could all drive traffic. So a person would come to me with a product or a service and they'd say, Hey, I got this product. Could you drive traffic to my website? And we were like, yes, you need to do this, 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 and this to your website. And we'll drive traffic and we'll charge you, let's say $40 for every sale we get you. And I would just turn around to my publishers and say, Hey, I'll pay you $30 for every sale I get you. Got it. And so I was kind of a broker or the middleman, right? Sure. I was hooking up the advertiser with the publisher. Then one day my dad said, Hey, you really need to talk to this guy. He has a product called L Arginine plus. And we were like, Oh yeah, what, what is it? And he goes, it's helping me with my blood pressure. Hmm. It's a vasodilator and opens up my vessels and it allows my blood to flow a little more easy. So I'm, I'm on, currently on blood pressure medication and it makes me take a little bit less okay. of my blood pressure medication. I'm like, wow. Okay. And he goes, he's doing about, you know, five to $700 a day online. And I told him he needs to come talk to you guys that you guys would put him on steroids. We ended up having a meeting with this guy. And at the end of the meeting, Jeff and I owned 50% of this company wow. called L Arginine Plus. And we told him, hey, all we want you to do is make sure you can handle the manufacturing, that you keep the product in stock. We'll drive all the traffic. We created a brand new website and we started driving traffic. And then within three to four weeks, we were doing about $3,000 a day. Jeez. So we were like, wow, this is pretty cool. We could build a brand around L Arginine. Well, one day we were like, hey, Google's rewarding all these people who are buying exact match domains. Okay. And we were like, well, let's go take a look. I went online and I found out that the person who owned larginine.com was in the UK. I contacted him and I said, how much for larginine.com? And he goes, it's $35,000. And I'm like, wait, $35,000 for the domain name and you're not even selling anything on it? He goes, nope. And, and I'm like, well, I went back to the, to Jeff and the other partner and said, Hey, how fast, you know, like, look, Google's rewarding you for ranking number one, I mean, for exact match, you know, whatever they search and having that exact match domain, they're rewarding you. Maybe we should get this. And that was a pretty big leap of faith for us to do. We ended up buying it for $25,000 and immediately we started ranking number one. Okay. And we were the first one to actually sell a product on Google. The other ones were like WebMD and a few other, you know, source, you know. When, when was this? This was 2012. Okay. Uh, 2012, we started doing supplements. That's really when we started doing uh, supplements. And, um, you know, about three or four months after we purchased the domain name, Google shut down all the pay-per-click because people were pay-per-clicking things like L-Arginine to help with erectile dysfunction or whatever. And so they took all of that down because they're like, hey, we can't have people saying that, hey, heart medication and all this. So it was kind of like Big Pharma shutting down all that. Well, because we were number one, we got all the volume from all those people who were searching for L-Arginine. We got got all the volume. So we were selling and we were continually cranking and doing really, really well. Well, 
a short time later, we read an article in Sports Illustrated that says deer antler spray is banned in Major League Baseball. And we're like, deer antler spray? What's Why? that? Yeah. What's deer antler spray? And we read about it and we realized that it was an ingredient that helps people recover really, really quick. And athletes, they felt like it gave, give an athlete an edge. So they banned it in professional sports. Huh. Even today, it's still banned in the NFL and college. Okay. So it's still banned. Deer antler velvet extract or deer antler spray is still banned because they feel like it can give an athlete an edge. Um, but it's not like it's something that could actually show up on a drug test or anything. And it's not banned by the FDA. You know, not everyone's an athlete, you know, sure. but you know, they ban like other things, you know, like pre-workouts, they wouldn't want an athlete to take either. You know what I mean? Or Got caffeine it. enough, you know, if they take enough caffeine. Sure. So we read that article in sports illustrated. We said, Oh, this could be another LR9 product. We went out and looked at the domain name and it was $8 for significantlyantlerspray.com. <laughs> so we hurried up and bought it. I found a manufacturer in Florida that could produce and I had them produce 3500 bottles which was the minimum order quantity. When you say bottles, so mm -hmm. on the L-arginine and now on the deer antler spray, are you are these like in are these capsulated or is it powder so or what were you doing? L-arginine was a powder that they would just mix. Okay. You know, you would mix in water. Okay. Um, just like you would a pre-workout, you know it. what I mean? So um it was a powder, but the deer antler spray was actually a spray. It was that an you actual spray oh, right under your tongue. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's called deer antler yeah. spray. <laughs> and you would spray it right under your tongue and you would hold it there for 20 or 30 seconds to let it absorb sublingually. Okay. And then you could, you know, swallow it. Got it. Thing, okay. So. Um, but that's essentially what we did is with deer antler spray, we went out and got 3,500 bottles made and we were like, Hey, we're on to the, we're off to the races. Well, we didn't realize not a whole lot of people were reading the article in sports illustrated about deer antler spray. We were selling maybe 10 to 12, maybe a dozen bottles a day. Okay. And we were like, man, we better hope we can sell all this before they expire. Right. Well, about five or six months later, Ray Lewis gets accused of taking it right before the Super Bowl. And all of a sudden, our sales in one day, we sold the rest of our bottles. Like we had like 2,600 or 2,700 bottles left at that time. It was about eight months later that we launched. And we sold all of the bottles in one day because ESPN would keep announcing that Ray Lewis gets accused of taking deer antler spray. And we sold all of our bottles in one day. Jeez. So the very next day, GNC calls us and says, how fast can you fulfill 30,000 bottles? Because they could bring it in because, hey, it's not a banned ingredient by right. any means, but we need it. And so they they told us they would skip all the red tape. They would bring it in right away. So we said, yeah, we can, let, I don't know, let me call. So I called the manufacturer and I said, hey, this is Ryan with deer antler spray. He goes, I thought I'd be hearing from you. How many do you need? <laughs> and I said, I need 30,000 to fulfill the GNC order and a couple, you know, obviously maybe 20,000 more to fulfill the online um, orders, online and orders and everything else that we were getting. So that's how we started. And then we started going to expos and we saw that everybody was selling pre-workouts and we were like, what's a pre-workout? I had never tried a pre-workout in my life. And we were like, but pre-workout, everybody's taking a pre-workout. Well, let's come out with a pre-workout. And let's call it bucked up. Let's stick along with the deer theme and call it bucked up. I immediately went to GoDaddy. Sure enough, bucked up was available for $1,500. Wow. 
And because of our experience in the past with domain names, I didn't negotiate. I didn't call. I just said purchase. Now there's a guy out there that owns like bucked up apparel that never bought bucked up.com, which was crazy, you know? So we ended up buying bucked up.com for $1,500. And we came out with a product a pre-workout that we said, Hey, this is a non-proprietary blend. And at the very in this was uh, January of 2016, everybody was using a proprietary blend. And what that means is they were hiding exactly. They would just put all the products in one and say, here's the amount that we're using. Whereas we came out and they said, Hey, we're going to use a game. We're, we're coming out with a game changing formula. We're going to tell you exactly how much ingredient we're putting in each one. And we're going to use the clinical dose. And that's why we probably took off. Plus we also had the experience with marketing. And that's when we came out. So in January of 2016, we came out with a thousand bottles of bucked up. We went to an expo down at LA fit expo and we sold oh, yeah. all 1000 bottles that expo. That's awesome. And we were like, man, man, maybe we were onto something and that's how it started. And so, and you were still doing the, the deer antler spray yeah. and the, um, L what was it? L arginine L arginine plus, mm-hmm. um, are those, well, there are, are those are those entities still around, or have they all kind of been merged? No, under so the like Elarginine Plus, a manufacturer came in and said, "Hey, you're producing about fifty thousand bottles a month. We would like to just buy it, oh, okay? Because we want the manufacturing." So we said, "Sure, yeah." And we'll focus on bucked up. Got it. And deer antler spray, we kind of rolled up. That's why it's called DOS Labs, because oh. it was deer antler spray before. But we're like, "Hey." Let's call it the labs or deer, you know, DOS labs. Got you know it. what I mean? Got and it. it actually happened to go along with deer antler spray, right? I love so it. we created the, you know, we were just coming up with ideas and we call it, hey, let's call it the labs or DOS labs, you know, like. Um, I just like thought Volkswagen. you were like fans of the 1990s rap group DOS effects, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. Okay. That too. Okay, good. <laughs> um, the thing that so, I think is so cool about that story, and, and I really appreciate you sharing it, is. At every at every iteration, you you said kind of the same thing, which was we didn't know what that was, but you were open to curiosity and possibilities, right? Exactly. That is the coolest thing. Is like you you know you start you're you're on the floor and you're calling and you're like, actually, I'm looking around here and I'm going maybe I want to do what that person's doing, and then right. you go approach. It, it, it takes a little bit of courage um, to go approach people. And, and I've long thought this about, you know, you mentioned going on, uh, you know, being a, a return missionary, like the mm-hmm. return missionaries that I've met all have a couple of years of pretty high levels of courage <laughs> <laughs> based on their experience. And, and so, you know, being able to kind of take this curiosity and this courage and say, hey, I want to go talk to you. And then, oh, what is this? Let me read about it. Let's go online. It's, it's courage, it's creativity. And then it's also followed by action, right? Like. Right. Um, and, and so as you're, you're, you're building this out, so you sell your 1000 bottles and you're like twin brother, Jeff, we have, we've got something here. I think mm-hmm. you, how did you, were those being made here? Were you making them yourself or you? Yeah, we, we actually just have a local manufacturer that's in Vineyard, Utah, right by Linden. Yeah. Um, you know, and we just happen, you know, manufacturing is pretty great here in, in Utah. Yep. Uh, thanks to Orrin Hatch and, um, you know, we could we could throw a rock and hit ten manufacturers here in Utah. There's they're they're a dime a dozen. They're a lot. But a lot we them. went to a couple different manufacturers and found a really great manufacturer. Um, 
He also does his own products on Amazon, probably one of the top sellers on Amazon, does hundreds of millions of dollars on Amazon with single ingredient um, bottles, yeah, like just single ingredient products. But he's great and he's awesome and he's been great to work with. And, you know, actually he came in and became a partner of ours in 2021. Oh, nice. When there was a lot of supply chain issues and everything, I saw the writing on the wall. I'm like, man this is the time that we need, you know, to be in first priority. Right. And because we were able to be in first priority and we always had product, all the stores like GNC and vitamin shop were able to get product from us where they couldn't get it from other vendors. Mm. And we did extremely well during COVID. Yeah. Yep. That makes a ton of sense. I've actually been, I, I didn't know that it was the facility, but uh, I, I remember my son had a uh, club basketball game yeah. And I walked in and I've been in a lot of manufacturing environments and yeah. I walked in, I was immediately like, they're making vitamins in here. Like, I yeah. just, cause it yeah. has, it has a, a smell, yep. you know, manufacturing you totally and storing tell. and yeah. the raw materials and all that. And especially living here in Utah, up and down the Wasatch front, you know, like I said, there's, mm-hmm. I don't know, a hundred people yep. that are making um, different, different uh, health products. So that's cool. So how did you then, um, and we're, we're going to, where, where are we at here? All right, we're we're doing okay on time. Okay. Um, so as you as you start to iterate, then beyond that initial product, at what point did you maybe have? Let's talk about your first like packaging. Uh oh, have you have you ever had just like a moment where you're trying to come out with an energy drink? You're oh, trying yeah. to come Abs- out with absolutely. We've had we've had a bunch. Like even we're in in the process of launching a whole new line of products. And we've had label issues. You know, these are the things we're like, hey, how did this happen? Right. Right. Um, you know, and you try to set up, uh, you know, standard operating procedures to prevent those things. But sometimes it's out of your control and a printer just prints something just completely different than what the file that you send over. Yeah, that's not you know? fun. But, you know, we like to be, um, you know, we like to be innovative. You know, even when we came out with Bucked Up, we did a completely different label, a black can, uh, soft touch top. You know, we came out with something that was really unique to the market, super clean, and it just said Bucked Up, right? And so we love packaging, and that's something that we pride ourselves in is that, hey, we like to push the the, the envelope, and we like to push it to the edge and say, hey, um, you know, this is unique. This is different. And you, they just want to grab it off the shelf. I mean, I've had guys that were at GNC in Mississippi and Alabama, and they were like, they didn't even care what it was. They just saw that it had a buck on it and they loved it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it came down to the packaging yeah. and it came down to how it looked and felt right when they picked it up. And that's what we love about packaging too. And we feel like, you know, like I said, that's the first impression. So we want to do that now with cans. We do. We did have a little mishap where we produced at the very first in 2019 before we didn't actually release energy drinks until like 2000, end of 2020. I was going to say, I feel like that's been pretty recent. Yeah, until yeah. the end of 2020, really. Um, and we produced and we, we produced 200,000 cans of bucked up energy drinks. And we introduced them to FitCon at the FitCon Expo here in Utah. Yep. And we realized very quickly that we made a mistake, that there was some bitter notes on the end that we weren't aware of when we were taste testing. 
And we ended up destroying all 200,000 of those because we felt like we had one shot at it. And, you know, people were at the expo were like, oh, it's good at first, but then it's bitter on the end, even though it worked exceptionally well. There were some ingredients in there that caused it to taste really, really bitter and the masking agent would fall off after about five days. So we couldn't quite figure it out right away. But we eventually figured it out and then we launched um, Bucked Up Energy Drinks at the end of 2020. So uh, you, this is it's actually a helpful transition. I don't even know if you made it intentionally or not, but okay. talk about having like one shot, right? And so mm-hmm. you guys won this award for this Buckshot. Yeah, I'm buck pointing shot. to it because it's mm-hmm. right here. But I noticed this. Um, and, and this was kind of part of, I didn't realize you guys had won an award on it or anything like that, but yeah. I was at, uh, Shields here locally, which is, I love taking my kids to Shields it's a just great place. to kill time and walk yeah. around. And I end up, you know, buying stuff, but really I love looking at different packaging and I was like, what is this? Like, and then I saw it in a convenience store. So in Shields, it, it fits in a little bit and also stands out simultaneously. Right. But when you're at, you know, a Seven Eleven or wherever it is. And you see it there next to the other, everything is in the same small same container, bottle. shrink sleeve. And, and it's like, well, I don't really know what the difference is. I'm sure like, you know, the five hours, like, okay, I, I know what that is. But Buckshot, you're like, whoa. I mean, it's just, it, you, you have this brand that is, is very like brazen, obviously. Yep, and, yep. and, you know, very kind of in your face. And so I didn't realize that you, you won a packaging award. Yeah, it was this. the 2022 Consumer uh, Convenient Packaging Award for Consumer Products. So uh, we were at NAX. They gave us, you know, um, we presented all the new products that we were going to have available for convenience stores, and we won that Consumer Packaging Award for convenience stores. So it was really, it, and that's kind of a big deal in the consumer, oh, yeah. you know, in the in the convenience store world. And the thing is, is that I think that this buckshot really stands out. We we spend a lot of time with the packaging. Uh, for people who don't know what it is, it looks like a shotgun shell, you know. And even you know, like you say, it's a little brace. Like, hey, are we shooting somebody here or <laughs> what? Like, you know. And we actually were debating whether to release it because there was a shooting that happened, and we were like, but that's not being shot with a shotgun shell. It's being shot with a AR-15 or you know a, a high-powered rifle. You know, but we we felt like this packaging was different enough that it would make a difference when it was on the shelf next to like a five hour energy or all the other competitors. And what's nice is that we're actually seeing that result now. Like we see that wherever we go in, we're competing with five hour energy with people grabbing this versus a five hour energy. Yeah. And so it's been really helpful to see because all the other players have never been able to do it, get, you know, to break through and compete with five hour energy. They're doing, honestly, they're probably doing five or six times less than like a five hour energy. And now we're doing about 90% of what five hour energy does. That's amazing. And so it, we feel like the packaging is unique enough. Our flavors are awesome. They taste great. The product really works. We add real ingredients to help with focus and energy. Um, like Cooperzine A, Alpha Size, a few other uh, ingredients, but the packaging itself causes someone to just pick it up and just feel it and look at it and go, what is this? I want to try it. And there's a, there's a real connection. There's actually a, a company that I, I think is, is awesome. They're called retail aware. They're out of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they have all this data around the, the connection between somebody picking up your product off the shelf 
and 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 purchasing it is really closely really high. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really high. Um, and you have such a short period of time to grab someone's attention. And you know, packaging people, we 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 like to think that in some cases we're more important than people realize, and in other cases we're not as important as people realize, right? So uh the, as you're mentioning, you know, the ingredients and the flavor profile and all that, and even talking about the failure on your initial launch, I've always said, and I said this to you before we got on the call, packaging can drive initial purchases, it can drive brand awareness, right. but if your product is not good, then it then it's almost it's, like a one and done. It's just gonna mm-hmm. and I've seen this happen, you know, far too many times where it's like you're on the front end of packaging development, you get it all lined up, you do everything right. It protects the product well, and then it's like, well, where are the where are the reorders? It's like it's not it's not really landing with consumers, and and so it's it it's cool when that both of those things happen at the same time when you can merge a great product with with an exciting brand with innovative and, and cool packaging, and it's not even like the you know I'm sure that the design you know of, of the packaging you know was was not exactly easy. But it just took, again, going back to the original story, a creative mind, a right. creative question saying, but what if, what if we did this? Um, and so do you drive, do you and your, your twin brother, do you guys drive a lot of the new product innovations? You keep your marketing stuff out there. Obviously, you have a team of people here who work yep. for you, and they probably all bring their ideas as well. But do a lot of them still just come from you guys? Yeah, most of them come from us. And we say, hey, this is what we want to do. We kind of give our basic general ideas of what do we want it to look like and sometimes we're just drawing on a a piece of scratch paper and say hey do something like this but we have some really great designers um we do outsource or we have a team of uh designers in brazil mm. that do really you know phenomenal work um and that they've helped us with a lot of the branding of the newest you know and latest stuff like we just released um Mother Bucker and a few other of these really extreme names that my parents don't like. <laughs> but those are the things that, um, you know, we've used them to help us with our branding. And they're just really high caliber designers. But we like to push it. We yeah. like to push the edge. We like it to look different. We like it to look cool um, where people want to just grab it. Yeah. And hold it. There was a comedian once. This is before I moved to Utah. And he, he said, has anyone ever been to Utah on purpose? And he said, he said, it feels like you're trapped in a rated R movie that's been made for TV. <laughs> it's like some huge yeah. guy's like, son of a biscuit basket. Yeah. It's just, it, I, I'm sure that even yeah. the irony is funny of like, you know, this, this like kind of brash out there brand started by In Utah, a couple said, of brothers yeah. from Clearfield yeah. who are return missionaries. It's just yeah. like, it's, it's a really cool story. Um, and my, my parents would never let us say anything to do with the F word, like flip fetch you know the f word and and this was kind of our way of pushing that line you know saying bucked up my parents it they wouldn't even say it at first they would say my boys own a supplement company now they go hey my boys own bucked up yeah you know what i mean so it rolls off their tongue a lot easier now i love it i love it that's so great well uh, i mean i mean obviously you've talked about buying the domain name so people can go to buckedup.com yep um, get some products. Uh, you've got your new product, uh, Mother Bucker, that just yeah. came out. Um, We're, you know, our energy drinks and our supplements, they're sold all across the country in GNC, Vitamin Shop, Walmart. You can buy everything from creatine, pre-workouts, 
um, our, all of our energy drinks at Walmart. We're nationwide in every store. Um, and then we're pretty much the number one selling supplements at any supplement store, like mom and pop supplement shop. So we do really well there too. So find you in retail, find you, you can online. find us retail online. We have a big sale that comes up, uh, you know, every year for black Friday, it's our only sale of the year and it's 50% off our whole entire website. That's amazing. And you've got great merchandise. I got my bucket yeah, shirt on. Thanks for, you know, thanks for rocking the t-shirt. Well, yeah, I love it. It's, <laughs> and it fits really well too. It's not just yeah. like crap merchandise, just like, you know, your products, right? Like you yeah. got good products that, you know, um, we were at the very first of our business, we said, hey, are we an apparel company? Be or are we doing using this as marketing at first? We only did it to market and promote. And we were like, buy two bottles, get a free t-shirt. Um, last year, we did over $12 million in apparel. In just apparel. In just apparel. And we hate apparel. You know, you have small, <laughs> medium, large, extra large, double X. And then you got people complaining we don't have 4X. You right. know what I mean? And then a lot of women women's uh, apparel as well that yeah. does really, really well for us. And so, you know, now we're, we're doing both apparel and supplements and energy drinks and accessories. Yeah. It's just the list goes wait. on and on. I mean, just, just knowing, you know, how you got to this point, I think it's just going to be cool to go. Like I got to, I got to, you know, hang out here, hear your story at this moment in time, but just knowing what I know now, a little bit more about your story, it's like, man, the next five years are going to be pretty awesome, They're right? Gonna it's going to awesome. be pretty wild. Yeah. So uh, everyone make sure that you connect up with Ryan, follow uh, Bucked Up online. Um, thank you for coming on my podcast. This has been great. Uh, I'm excited to go Thanks down to the store. Me. We're going to make some small little short videos. Hey, about let's some load stuff. it up. It's going to yeah. be great. <laughs> I okay. appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it as well. Thanks. Hey, congrats. You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.